0: welcome to is this show overrated um, some things are underrated most things are overrated but we're here to determine which is which i'm vince daden and i'm jeremy wall and this is the mini one um, to follow up our big show released a couple of weeks ago um, on fire yep um, but this is our beatles thing we like to do a little separate show all about the beatles Um, And we could have chosen Matchbox. Yeah, we could have done, yeah. Um, Then we thought about the sun, which is fiery, isn't it? I mean, it's just a ball of fire up there in the heavens. But we've already had um, Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. And Sun King. Yes, so that left this one of Follow the Sun. And this particular version we're going to play a little snippet of is not from Beatles for Sale. It's from the BBC Recordings. yeah, And it's very scratchy because it's an off-air recording.
1: That's it, yeah. I think it probably uh, is one of those sort of things that was recorded by a fan you yeah. know, on a reel-to-reel. I
0: have actually done that. Okay, I yeah. did actually put my tape recorder to the television yep. to record Doctor Who back in the early 80s. Okay. Because you couldn't get them, you know. No. Um, so I had tapes of stuff recorded from the telly, and I would record, you know, music from the radio. Yeah. Uh, before you had a stereo system where you could record direct from your radio. Yes. Uh, onto tape, you just put your tape recorder up to the to the speaker yeah. and recorded from it, and that's what somebody did back with the Beatles when they did their BBC sessions.
1: Yeah. So that was the only time the Beatles recorded "I'll uh, Follow the Sun" in session for the Beatles for the BBC yeah um, from November 64 that recording
0: so just a warning this is not up to the usual sort of standard of quality of recording that we usually play on this show but here's a snippet of our Follow the Sun One day you'll look to see I've gone but to my so I'll follow the sun Yep. Um I'll have always liked this song. Yep. It apparently was written by McCartney when he was sixteen. Okay, yeah. So he was sixteen, and he wrote that. Yeah. God. Oh. We rag a lot about McCartney, and particularly his mullets, and how irksome he is. But he undeniably undeniably one of the best songwriters of all time.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. And um he had that song hanging around for a long time. Yeah. Um there are versions of it that were I think there's a tape of them rehearsing, uh, either at McCartney's house or at Lennon's house and they've they rehearse a few different sort of songs and one of those is is that one. Ooh, so I just got you know, proper chills
0: thinking yeah. about the two of them sat there with their guitars facing each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um much is made of that, um them sort of sitting across yeah. each other on beds, but yeah. um eyeball to eyeball. Exactly, yeah, writing the
0: early hits and everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's on Beatles for Sale, which I always say is the single most underrated Beatles album. Yeah, I saw a list on YouTube the other day of you know Beatles album rank, and guess which was the the least? Yeah, the lowest Beatles for Sale. Yeah. and you know I got angry. Yeah, that's I, unjustified. I went on a killing spree. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. Um, yeah, it's not. It's one of the best. I think I'd put it up there above many of the other Beatles albums.
1: Yeah, I mean it's often referred to as a sort of country album. Mm. And uh, it has got a sort of very
0: sort of melancholic feel to it, you know. Something gentle and lovely. It's very autumnal, I think. It suits this time of year perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As always, we go to um, Ian MacDonald, Revolution in the Head, putting on my glasses. Yeah. The Beatles records and the 60s. Um, He's not keen. Right, okay. We disagree, he and I, occasionally. Uh he says this was recorded on the eighteenth of October nineteen sixty-four and released on the fourth of December nineteen sixty four with Beatles for Sale on my birthday. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why I always liked it so much. Yeah. They released a Beatles album on my birthday. Yeah. So that's what you're gonna get me for my birthday. Uh, the descending sevenths of the introduction to She's a Woman may have reminded McCartney of this very early song of his. Or, alternatively, trying or Follow the Sun. On electric guitar, might have given him the idea for She's a Woman. I've read that about 30 times and I still don't know what he's on about. She's a Woman doesn't sound anything like I'll Follow the Sun. No, no. Uh, written during the summer of 60 in Hamburg, it's a regretful, if ultimately rather callous, ditty composed like When I'm 64. As a diversion from nights of noisy rock and roll. Now, one of the things we talk a little bit about the Beatles is they didn't always just do rock and pop music. They had a huge range of influences yeah. and would write very strange little songs to vary it up. Yeah. So uh, you're watching a Beatles set at the Star Club. Yeah. A lot of it is going to be rock and roll to get the, you know, the drunks up onto the floor and to keep everybody happy. Yeah. But those are long sets, yeah, and they're going to play other stuff. Of course, yeah. So they play boss and over songs. They yeah. play... Instrumentals. Instrumentals. They play all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And that leaks into what they do when they record over the next decade in those you know, on those albums.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of light and shade, isn't
0: there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, pointing that out is the kind of thing McDonald does. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh according to former Beatles drummer Pete Best, the eighteen year old McCartney would play on a piano between sets at the Kaiser Keller. Yeah. Cool, well, that's a name I haven't heard for a user. It the Kaiser Keller was like the Star Club, wasn't it? But it was one down.
1: Yeah, it was uh
0: wasn't yeah. as good as the Star Club.
1: Yeah, they started off in they sort of made three jumps, didn't they? Yeah, really?
0: yeah. Uh, announcing cheerily to anyone in earshot, I've written a song. <laughs> He had, in fact, already written scores of songs, having been doing so for at least two years earlier. Made in eight takes after I Feel Fine, I'll Follow the Sun featured an acoustic guitar show, presumably by McCartney. Now, that's controversial, isn't it? That's got to be George, isn't it?
1: Well, I know that there's an electric 12-string on that, mm. which I think is George, but maybe he does play the acoustic guitar.
0: Yeah, carry on. Uh And... Till the last take when a simple statement of the melody on electric guitar was substituted. So I shouldn't have stopped the sentence midway. (laughs) Said a load of bullshit. I should have just read on, shouldn't I? (laughs) Despite the song's tactful brevity, its unresolved stepwise sequence soon pals. Ian MacDonald. There you go. Um, Now, uh, Revolution in the Head coming for a bit of stick recently on a Beatles message board I frequent. Um, some guy coming in it, um, coming in like a hurricane, as they say, mm-hmm. um, taking it down line by line, much to my annoyance.
1: Yeah. You, uh, didn't bite back. Did I'm you? in a
0: cranky mood with people's opinions these days, aren't I? <laughs> 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 no, I did not bite back. I uh, tactfully thought I'll stay out of that one. Yeah. Because I've got a podcast to, <laughs> to, um, extol the virtues of this brilliant book. Yeah. And I, I don't always agree with him. I don't agree with him about our will follow the sun. Yeah. So it's September the 16th. Uh, what were the Beatles doing on September the 16th? Well,
1: uh, I'll dig into Mike Lewishon's The Beatles Chronicle.
0: Ah, so we've got Lewishan and we've got Macdonald in the same room with us. We have, yeah. So uh, it's very uh, brief,
1: but uh, I... I can drill down to the exact date, so Wednesday, 16th of September, Mm. 1964, the Beatles were in uh, New Orleans, in Louisiana, at the City Park Stadium, uh, for one performance before a capacity 12,000 person crowd. 12,000 people watching the Beatles. Yes. And that's all they did, because a lot of their days, you know, there was a lot of of activity on their days, so they Mm. might be recording initially and then sort of going uh, doing TV work or, or whatever radio work yeah uh, but you know they're, they're, they're in the sort of midst of their sort of first U, US tour proper and uh, you know they're in New Orleans on this New date New Orleans yeah. yeah what's that song is it the stones don't go down to New Orleans don't go down to New Orleans yeah uh, but please don't go oh no that's them them that's yeah. Van Morrison yes
0: Van uh. Now, what did they look like in 1964? Does Lennon wear a hat? Yes, Is does Is McCartney's mullet malevolent? <laughs> <laughs> I have been doing some digging. Okay. I never come unprepared, yeah? I no. never come unprepared. No. Like no. like to a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me show you. I've chosen two photographs that were put up. Um, one, because I think it shows the Beatles' friends. Don't we forget... You know, because there was so much enmity and lawsuits and how do you sleep stuff. They were friends, the four of them, for a long time. Yes. And sometimes it's just lovely to see them in photographs or in, you know, video footage of them just looking like friends. Yeah. And I think this photograph, which as does actually have... Hang on, let me get out. Does actually have John in in a hat. Right. Um... I don't know where they are, but they're on a boat somewhere.
1: Yeah, that looks like it might be the '64 American tour. Well,
0: it's definitely 1964. Yeah. It could be the US tour.
1: Maybe in Miami.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Um, Lennon's dressed in a black top. The others are in white, yeah. white shirts, short-sleeved shirts. Yeah. Um, and they look like friends having a good day out.
1: They do, yeah.
0: And Lennon's wearing a hat, like you said. Lennon's say. wearing a hat. Now, this was the controversial first Lennon hat that we know of. Seem to kick off this izzy nicking stuff from Bob Dylan, right? F- sort of phase, yeah. Um, because a lot of the songs on Beatles for sale, particularly I'm a Loser, yeah, are and I'm using the finger thing to say inverted call co- it comments, comments, yeah. Uh, um, Dylan esque, yes. Uh, if you get an esque after your name, yeah, you made it, haven't you? Yeah, you have, yeah. One day there's going to be a Staden esque, <laughs> um. So he's wearing that hat, which is very similar to the one that Bob sports. Yeah, back in that time. Yeah, around about sort of the uh, the freewheeling. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah, and it's a good hat. It looks good on him. Um, and I think it may have been the start of the Lennon hat odyssey.
1: Yeah, I can't think that there's a there's, there's not a hat that predates
0: that, is there? Don't know. Let's uh put it out to our Beatles experts. Here's a good one, black and white, 1964. It's probably exactly around the same time, but this time they're posing for a photograph on business somewhere. Yes. Um Again, they look like they're having a great time. They're all in suits. Yeah. Looking... um I think their hair got the longest it did in that Beatles cut. Yes. In 64. Of course. Yeah. Sort of going after that. And you can't really tell if McCartney's got a mullet. I couldn't find any side views... Or anything, but he looks good. I don't think the mullet was around for McCartney. I think sixty-four might be the 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 last year without a mullet on McCartney.
1: Yeah, was he starting to get one in sort of subsequent years?
0: Sixty-five uh, and sixty-six. Sixty-five, I'm sure, and sixty-six definitely. Yeah, yeah. But again, McCartney's, uh, Lennon's wearing that hat, that yeah. very, um uh Dylanesque hat. Yeah. And they all look thin, happy, and um they look like a you know, the best band in the world hanging out in America or something.
1: Yeah, which is pretty much what they were doing. And now it's the Beatles question for you,
0: Jeremy. It is indeed the Beatles question for you, Jeremy. It never ends, Jeremy. You're never going to escape this, are you? No. All right. So as we know, we're looking at Trivial Pursuit cards, and they're colour-coded, each colour representing a topic of Beatles thing. Yeah. So it's blue, pink, yellow, purple, green, or Mm. mauve. Okay. (laughs) So
1: which colour would you want? Um, I'm going to say uh,
0: yellow. Yellow. What is George's full name? George's (laughs) George's full <laughs> Um
1: I think you've got me again. Go on. Don't overcomplicate. George's Harry. George Harrison. That's it.
0: There's no middle name. It's just <laughs> George Harrison. They're trying to fuck with you, Jar. I know, yeah. Okay, choose another colour, give you another chance. Uh, Purple. Purple. Uh, Which two Beatles songs have references to sending postcards?
1: Um, Please, Mr. Postman? Nope. Good guess. Sending postcards. Um,
0: On our
1: way back home. Oh, two of us, two
0: of us sending postcards, yeah. And there's um, another one du, 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 du. when I'm 64, yeah, yeah. Drop me a postcard, tell me a line, yeah. Isn't that it? Stating points of view, stating points of view when I'm 64. Let's give yeah. you that, yeah. Um, and one more just to see if you can
1: get one of winning. Is screen. there an
0: orange? No, there's an orange. Well, yeah, that could be orange. Um, in help. Yes. Which Beatles, uh, sorry, which beetle sleeps in a pit? They keep talking about help. I haven't seen it for years. Oh, that's Lennon. It is indeed. John yeah. Lennon. yeah. Hurrah. Excellent. So two right, I'm saying. Um, okay. So that was our mini show on the Beatles and fire. We could have gone with matchbox. We could have gone with another. Are there any other sun Beatles songs? I don't think there are.
1: Are there fire Beatles songs? Yeah.
0: Um, did we get it wrong? I don't think so. Follow the Sun. It's a good song. It is a good song, yeah. Interesting yeah. to hear that yeah. BBC recording.
1: It will, albeit sort of uh, a bit scratchy.
0: Yeah, but that's fine. Uh, Beatles fans put up with a lot, didn't they? Because in there, we're just interested in the stuff.
1: Exactly, yeah. And it's kind of history, isn't it? Yeah. Social history. And I don't think another, you know, another version of that exists. No. Um, certainly didn't make it onto the official Beatles uh, BBC record. So there you go.
0: Yeah. So um, I've been Vince Staden, And I am continuing to be Jeremy Wall. <laughs> Remember, it's better to be underrated than overrated. Good night. Good night.